This week on Hexcrit Heroes, we jump right into the conversation Lemon and the group were having about what options they have regarding the Hive Mother. Things get a little bit heated and they all split off to do their own thing. But let's get right into it. I believe the best action is to convince the queen to allow dignitaries from the pack worlds to come in to help them and to possibly bring them out having individuals that are better trained and possibly can have a better understanding of their people this may be the better way they have lived in solitude on this world but with the coming of the um, expedition and us we have we in many ways have disrupted disrupted their way of life at this point there probably is no true turning back they know that something's out there through this maybe they will have a better chance of not falling into any form of civil war as well the problem i see is i don't think they have a chance of a civil war if they turn on the queen and the queen decides to smush them she just controls them this is true. This is why we have to work through the queen. I really don't think we know enough. This is true as well. Uh, I think. I it think sounds like it's decided then. What? 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 What is decided? We go. We talk to the queen. Make sure she's not a piece of shit. See what we can do, and uh, that will I, be that. I think it's going to be very telling on whether or not she lets us all out of here, and how much of a convincing job. And if she doesn't want us to leave, how much of a convincing job she does to keep us to, to keep us here, as well as all of everyone else. The deal is that that everyone helps until till it's fixed. Well, it's almost fixed. She should be letting us all go today or tomorrow. And if she doesn't, then we have a problem. And then it's, that's our freedom, not just theirs. The Once way, we get so. to the core, we can then see if we have the ability to finish fixing this. That will most likely give us some leverage in convincing them. <laughs> um, at this point, I'd like to like just check down the hallways, you know? Make sure oh, we're not being watched. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, you, huh. you can do that. Yeah, There's like can, 10 yeah. just on the ceiling looking Fuck. yeah we, we don't we never looked up oh shit that's what they literally just sleep upside down attached to the ceiling they're bats they're like honeypot yeah, yeah. ants you're a honeypot nice you uh go to the entrance of the cavern you look out the hall there's no one there give me a perception check if you like there's nothing there uh that would have been a 20 uh four Okay, you got yeah, less than nope. forty. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's literally it's it's empty. Your your voices may carry uh, because caverns and acoustics, but uh, from what you can see from your vantage point, no one is listening in. Um, I I, ha I have a question though. Is it do we have any way of uh, leaving them something where we could get long range communications from them? I already did. You did. Who did you who did you give it to? It's just around it's floating around the uh, solar system. It should oh. be able to connect to any planetary uh, infosphere 
Yeah, but have you but told? I don't think they have anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do they have a way to connect to it? Like, I'm basically, can we give them some? Give not the queen, mind you. Obviously, give someone that. I mean, there's grab for, I guess, but I don't know if there's anybody else we trust. In case you know, in case shit goes down and and the people want out, and we can help them. Or they the have problem a I have heart. with giving one of them something is if they get controlled, then the queen has it. Would you call us back? It may be the queen that needs it. Again, yeah. we cannot assume the queen is a horrible individual. Uh, so There's... I'm just going to jump in here. Uh, when you all met the queen, you all, several of you did uh, sense motive checks. Yes. Yeah. And you all, those that, well, I know Lemon rolled really well, and Brasha, I think, rolled really well. Uh, anyway, I, some of you smashed whatever DC bullshit I was going to make up. It was in the 20s. Uh, I need to raise my DCs, apparently. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got the feeling that she was extremely remorseful for her actions in uh, dominating minds. It is how she has ruled. It's how her entire civilization d did things. And she did point out that her and Kodai, uh, the Sheeran, spoke about uh, how his species changed, uh, you know, and, and kind of, they kind of like, you know, had a meeting, an actual meeting of the minds with Captain Gustavo as far as how they do things in these, in the today times. But in your meeting specifically, what you do know that she felt remorseful. She was sincere right. when she said, if you fix my machine, I will reward you and then you can leave. That's all she wants is her machine fixed. And uh, another point, since I'm, I'm talking now, I'll bring this up. Uh, Occam, you could absolutely give them a beacon. Anyone could give anyone a beacon here. The thing is, they would have to deactivate the machine to get a signal out to your mm -hmm. beacon. Because once the, the machine is on and at full power... Uh, there's no way in hell uh, your beacon's going to be able to penetrate the storms. Yeah, uh, but there is a uh, there is a solar system pre-drift beacon out here now. Is yes. that's what I installed before we ever came down to the planet? Yes, as soon as yeah, as soon as you left the drift and you were making your way there, Aka made sure to uh, plant that in a location where it would stay out of reach from most folks unless they were looking for it and being a pre-drift beacon it's even less likely that someone's going to fuck with it so yes there is a line of communication feasible now they just need a way to get outside of the clouds to use it exactly. so uh quick question when sure. once the the device is on and the storms and whatnot kick back up will ships still be able to come in and out I, obviously, it'll be perilous, but it'll still be possible. Or will it be more like a hard barrier? Perilous, to, but possible. We okay. need to leave. I mean, so sure. Yeah, there's that. I thought about that. You put the machine on. Are we going to be trapped on the surface so here? You, uh, a couple of you touched on that a couple episodes ago, where yeah, yeah, they could, they would, they wouldn't turn it on until like a set number of time after you left, so you'd have enough time to get up there, get in your ship, and go. So yes, you have you'll have a window to do all that, but yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good point to bring up. Yeah, and yeah, it I, would probably still take a little while to build up the storms. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. I, I, that's right. When you say it now, I think I do remember this. Mm -hmm. 
All good. But but um but yeah, that was an interesting conversation. So while everyone's here, I'm actually going to, or as they're coming out or whatnot, I will touch each of the crew members. Unfortunately, I can't get the hobgoblins, but I will be placing um, a healer's bond upon each of them. It allows me to monitor up to three of them. And like they've been pretty quiet, right? The hobgoblins. I I didn't want yeah I didn't want to interrupt uh, your guys's talk uh, because. My, my dumbass NPCs chirping you when you guys are trying to have a real player moment just didn't seem uh, <laughs> as proper. far as Occam's concerned they're a part of the crew he sure. wants they to are now yeah them. of course yeah, I yeah. just don't I have gonna... the ability yeah I don't have the ability to tag them yeah yeah I was just gonna let you get all of your stuff out and then I was gonna bring in their stuff so yeah we'll look to them and say what say you two okay uh, at this point uh, Koof realized that what like you know he automatically just started you know, following Witten and, and he was soaking after a while, he realized that he was uh, enjoying himself near Sig, and like while, while you were all like bickering, he like he like tried to make a, a subtle move of it, but he got out of the water. His scowl returned uh, once he got out of the water and put his leather armor back on. Uh, so he he was kind of standing there. Uh, he'll he'll like occasionally make walks over to the cavern entrance to like peek around the corner when he sees that Occam is uh, unsure of it, but he's standing there for the majority of this. Sig eventually gets out of the water as well, puts on his ratty ass clothes and uh, they're, they're kind of at attention. They were paying attention the entire time, but now towards the end of this, they were standing there participating. Sig has been tending. Okay. I'll just do it this way. So Sig will start. Well, I, I've been chatting with that Kodai uh, the, the Sheeran, the, the egg, the egg guy, he uh, he really likes the queen, and uh, he said that they they bonded a bit, and uh, he's he's kind of near the end of his life, you know, he's he's old. Uh, he was telling me that, you know, he's kind of ready to retire here. You know, these are kin to him. Uh, apparently, he was some big shot uh, adventurer at some point and you know he just wants to chill and you know tend to the eggs you know he's he he may want to stick around after we all leave uh it's just from you know what i've been able to get and uh i'll look to people that might have a better idea um sheer and not resistant to the mind control of other insects right oh he he said he he took some damage and uh as players, I told you when you first met him, he said that uh, to mind affecting things don't work well so much on him because, and he pointed to his frayed antenna. He's an he is a quite old Sheeran, and uh, so back to Sig. He uh, he said he's he's largely immune to all that stuff now that he's reached a certain age and all the the battle damage he's taken. He says his antenna kind of like snubbed, I guess, and it just doesn't really work on him. So. If if we have to leave someone behind or you know someone we can trust, he's he's happy just tending to those those babies, I guess. You could talk to I, him if you want. Lemon looks at Occam. Occam, I know you feel adamant about this, and I can appreciate that. But you have to realize sometimes. 
people are just doing what they believe is best. And we may be able to convince them. It doesn't mean we need to start a full-on revolution or drag these people out. Once we get ourselves involved, we are partly responsible at that point. The deeper we get involved, the more we will have to stay here and assist. It would be irresponsible to not. And I kind of look at Brasha at that. I can understand <laughs> some people may not want that, and it's understandable. That's quite a large burden, and I don't want us to all get into that. We did come here for a mission, and like Tally, we did not sign up for the long-term haul on this. I think what we can do is make assurances at least that or at least attempt to make assurances that they will at least open up themselves. To be honest, I also think this would be a good thing because it will get them out of the concept of fear that they have. Their society is built upon the fear of being found and reintegrated into the swarm. That is not a very good way to... That's not a very good foundation to start a society. So, we may be leaving with them still here. The best we can hope for, and I think a very good outcome, is to simply attempt to allow to have them open up to outsiders. Fine. You and whoever else, go talk to them. I'm going to stay away from the queen. I don't want their fucking with my head again. I'll go help dig the hole. That is understandable. That is fair. To be honest, we should probably figure out about the core before we speak with the queen. We don't want to make assumptions on promises and then find out we can't deliver on them. Gustavo has his head up her ass, and he said he was going to talk to her with <laughs> after breakfast. And with us being secretive about things, I don't want him making us seem like an enemy. Seem like an enemy, Gustavo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will boy. go. That is fine. I would like to gauge her reactions and probe sure. her about the potential anyway. Okay, so Occam definitely not seeing the queen. Who is yeah. going with Lemon? Who's going with Occam? You mean, oh, I was going to go with uh, Lemon. I assume Brasha was going with us too? Yep, Brasha with Lemon. Okay. All right. Uh, is there uh, so Koof uh, hasn't said much. He uh, he's he's glowering. He's like I'm. There's probably bubbles in the water. He's he's been out of water for a bit, but oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure at one point he probably was doing that. So Koof uh, comes back. I don't really care either way what we do. We were promised a fancy reward if we do this, and if I'm gonna have to start my life over, I'm gonna need a nest egg. Uh, figuratively speaking, um, I'll go Not wherever. A insect egg? Ah? No. Lemon's attempt at humor. I kind of uh. smile at that. That was actually pretty decent for Lemon. Kind of like, never mind, it's fine. Koof, I look Koof, at Lemon. Koof turns his face to you and his eyes kind of twitching. No, I want gemstones. I want the gemstones they promised. Lemon, that was really good. And just you just know that Koof isn't the 
jokey kind. I should I should say like it, it, Don appreciated the hell out of it. That's why Don said that line. <laughs> but Koof does not appreciate shit. But a sharp blade and thick armor. I will go. Levin will go retrieve his flaming sword and you know sheath it back up. Sure. So whatever we do is fine. I don't really want to anger such a powerful person like that queen, but we could, you know, make a run for it now. He uh, put, he nods his head to the water. We're all here. We could say fuck them and save our own asses and come back with a whole fleet. I bet the mistress even would look favorably upon me if I uh, promised her, showed her all this shit. And I'm sure that if you try and tell the mistress about any of this, it will be the last thing that you ever do. Well, no, I could buy back into favor. Mm. Don't go back you to her. You don't understand tyrants very well, having been under one, surprisingly. It sucks. Don't. Why do you want it start sucks, a new life? But you want your good favor. You should be worried about my good favor at this point. I think Will you, you let me. Are you going to let me join your crew? I'm going to let you not be killed immediately, which is more than most scavers would do, I should point out. Russia, stop threatening them. Yeah, I pat Koof on the shoulder. Let us get through this mission first. Then we'll see what options are available to all of us. I'm fine to join your guys' team and crew. I'm not useless with crafting stuff. I, I'm a decent engineer. I just didn't get the idea that you all respected my abilities. You just keep I, my options open. Don't talk to Brush about crafting. He seems extremely sensitive about it. Koof, why don't you come with me? We'll go yes. dig the hole and talk. Oh, he's quite good at digging holes. Russia, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I kind of just... I can't help but smile at that. Yeah. Uh, so, shit. So, Koof, Koof... Russia, uh, let's, let's head to the queen. Yeah, yeah, Koof will nod at you. Sig is following after you. Lemon, Brasha, Tally. Koof is uh, staying behind and uh, waiting for you. So, okay, uh, what I'm going to do then is first follow the queen visit. Uh, so you, you leave the cavern where the water is. You go up the tunnel a fair bit. And then, uh, like, after a few minutes walk, you do see at the top of this kind of, like, branch that goes down there, you see uh, grab four with, uh, what did you say grab four off to do? Uh, go up. help the um, go help the other crew. Okay, yeah, so they're still doing that. So yeah, you you make your way back up, and it's a few minutes of travel without anyone. Um, before we part ways, actually, I want to touch base. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the team that is going up to the queen is uh, determined but open to diplomacy. And the other group is uh, pissed off and just wants to get the fuck out of here. Um, That's, uh, that sounds fair. At least as far as the group going up to her, I'm not sure. sure yeah, yeah. yeah you speak I, I think yourself, it's more. But... I think it's more diplomacy with hopes of uh, achieving a goal. Okay. 
Right. I don't think Occam's so much uh, pissed off about, you know, not getting out or anything like that. He's more worried about the situation than anything. Okay. Uh, because he feels like um, the people here, you know, they're unaware of their ability to be free. So they're sure. being oppressed. Um, and uh, he's mad at Brasha. He's pissed at Brasha because yeah. he's <laughs> seeing Brasha doing basically threatening the hobgoblins like the same way he imagines their mistress or whatever would and he's not cool with that okay cool brasha how's brasha um brasha's annoyed at the hobgoblins mostly for being like hey you know those people who wanted you dead well, now that we're free, we could get a whole bunch of money from you guys and then go back to them. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, Occam's not cool with that either, but his idea isn't threatened to kill them to change their mind. <laughs> That's fair. We can have that conversation uh, after. He, he also places that a little bit more on Brasha because Brasha's the one who attracted the fucking attention. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> it's, it's kind of true. I mean, Rush also sees Koof as seeing, uh, thinking more like, uh, like Koof thinks more peace through power, uh, rather than diplomacy. I mean, that, that's fair. Which is why he's dealing with him like that. Okay. Cool, I like that, and, and I like I'm laughing and like, oh god, I just want this to yeah. go well. You, you guys, guys are, are all doing an uh, episode of Star Trek now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you're all doing amazing. So if my reaction, like, oh my god, why keep doing whatever the fuck you're doing, I'm having a blast. <laughs> we do have to make it entertaining for the audience. Yeah, and it's entertaining for me as a listener. Uh, but like, Good. I'm guiding a story, and I want us to get the fuck out of here. But let's do this. Uh, so no, we you guys made are... this so yes. much better. I didn't, didn't mean to. Uh, so, <laughs> so at, at, a, at a certain point, so getting back into it, you you go for a few minutes. There's no one. You don't see any Achilleans, no Normians, uh, until you kind of reach a hub where different tunnels branch off. And uh, Akam and Koof go one way. The other four go a different direction up into the hive ship. Uh, you, you're you're unmolested the entire way. You go through their centuries all over. No no real change of uh, how things have been going on. Centuries ignore you. Uh, you don't see Dap and Dusty, but Koof and Alcum will later. Those guys are doing that and that. Okay, so eventually you get up into the hive ship itself, going through the uh, metal corridors of this ancient seed pod ship, basically. And you arrive at the uh, like antechamber to the queen's chamber, and uh, sitting down, typing on a data pad is uh, Captain Gustavo Rumer. Uh, hearing you all approach, you all have distinctive footsteps and clip clop. He, he is clip yeah, clop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gustavo uh, stands up, puts his data pad, uh, just tidies himself up, and uh, walks over. Welcome, my friends. My, I'm told you all had a crew meeting. Uh, I hope it went well. Uh, the absent members are okay. 
busy continuing with the excavation. Uh, of the course, power of course. Yes. Uh, the real work uh, falls to us, though, eh? We progress reports from our, uh, well, not leader, but uh, anyway, poor joke. Um, please, let's let's speak to the queen. Yes. You're let in. Same chamber as before. Sitting there on a floating dais covered in jewels is a very much larger version of the Aculean species. The Hive Mother, I didn't make up a name, full disclosure. Uh, she is sitting there, and uh, as you approach, uh, in your minds, you hear, I have been monitoring your progress. Please tell me, how do you fare in restoring my colony? Lemon will look at Rasha to really speak first on the machine itself. Well, good news on that front. I'm fairly positive that the machine will work. We have to double check the power core real quickly, make sure the wiring's all good. But uh, the machine itself, it's a go. Yes, my sentries have reported back to me that you completely dismantled the device. I hope it is in good working order once it is powered up. The main thing is I had to make sure that uh, none of the parts were going to be... uh, worn through or corroded or missing or anything like that and while a few of the bigger parts were a bit more age-worn than others, uh, Akim was able to fix those up easily enough and uh, with a little bit of my own supply of copper wiring I was able to patch everything up nicely Um, uh, apparently uh, there's a very thin supply of it around here. A bit shocking, if you don't mind me saying so. I have heard of your request for copper wiring. I believe that's what this is. And uh, she, her hand glows and she, uh, well, you can see in the dark. But uh, she, she kind of casts light in a corner of her chamber. And uh, piled up is a uh, a big ass bundle. It's like a like a barbed wire fence. Those just big piles. The it's coils. that, but of coil. Yeah, you just coil, just coils and coils of thin copper wire. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, uh, that that should uh, be enough to uh, make up for the supplies I had to dip into. Um, <laughs> A portion of our ship is no longer in use now that we have such natural sources of vegetation to feed upon. So I tasked with some of my some of my subjects with harvesting this as a thank you. Uh, 
I appreciate it. And if there's any more spare parts that uh, you don't see fit for or don't think that you'll need in the future, we'd be happy to take it off your hands. Um, really, it would be no trouble for us at all. Uh, our pack mule is quite durable uh, and uh, very happy to um, uh, be hauling things for us again. Isn't that right, Telly? Did you just call me a pack mule? Does that sound like something I would say? Punch him. Punch him. Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. No, uh, I believe... I I believe I Lemon had something... better of me, man. I mean, okay, oh. granted, I am very good at, you know... She flexes. Tally flexes. I... And like, yeah, admittedly, I am very good at hauling... I take offense to that. I mean, yes, it's true as fuck. <laughs> She's like, yeah, flexing her muscles. Sure. Hey, I pat her on the bicep a little. And you say, just no, insulted believe... my entire race of people. <laughs> yes. You better watch me because I will scritch you behind the ears. <laughs> now I believe uh, Lemon had uh, a bit of business he wanted to discuss with you. Uh, before that, Brasha, I need you to give me uh, four <laughs> D10 uh, roll, please. It's meant as a loving nickname. Oh, Pat and Pat people. Yeah, that, oh. that's how much uh, psychic damage you just took. From the queen. Oh. <laughs> Catatonic. Are you making the dice yourself? Four D10. I do believe, though, that was meant with the best oh. intention. I accidentally rolled a d20 instead of a d10 for one of them. Wow. Oh, there's only one lower on the d10. So it's a 17, uh, 20. Uh, what is each, what is each on the die? Oh. Uh, it was one, two, seven, and nine. Okay. Or, so I guess, is that 18? Seven and nine is sixteen. Yeah, one, two, seven, and nine was it. So I guess it'd be nineteen total. You find uh, one thousand two hundred and seventy-nine feet of copper wire. Wow. <laughs> hey, How something. Is this? What's that? There's something I. You know, I know I'm not very good at this, but can I make a sense motive here? Please, yes. At any point, yes. Please, yeah. No, this one. Yeah, I was expecting three already so yeah that was friggin terrible that was only a seven so i probably don't sense shit okay but the big i guess the thing of it is and i don't know maybe i mean maybe she really is that good at covering but what i was thinking in terms of like when she was talking about um the machine better work you know after you put it all back together Mm -hmm. she didn't seem like she was suspicious that that the machine had been sabotaged or anything like that, right? You can't tell suspicion with that? Uh, If anyone else wants to give me sense motives about anything and just specify what it is you want uh, to sense? Or what, 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 you know... Yeah, I'm a little shocked that nobody else actually... (laughs) Any Um, during that conversation. Yeah, before we continue, I should tell you, uh, so... Brasha, that that was uh, that's a lot of uh, wire. That is 127 L divided by 20. 
it's it's manageable, but it's gonna take you several trips to do it. Mm-hmm. The pack mule will help. Pack mule, jeez. <laughs> help, but uh, it, it's, it's what do you think you're getting a, paid for? I mean, sometimes a girl would like <laughs> to be not called a pack mule and be called something sexy, but you know, whatever. Pack mule works. Look, in this situation, when we're in front of a queen, <laughs> you have to play second fiddle. Sorry. I'm not an animal. <laughs> uh, so, Brasha, Lemon, is there, any, is there anything you would like to sense motive on before we continue here? Actually, yes. I would like to sense... Uh, I'd like to attempt to see what her general mood disposition is. Of course. That's a good one. Uh, and I just want to make sure that she's not, like, threatening us with that. Sure. Oh no, I rolled a one on the die. So what does that mean? It, did you roll 20? a 50? Uh, <laughs> 30? Uh, no, that's only a 15. Oh, okay. It's actually uh, normal. I thought I rolled a six, but it was a nine plus a three plus a 12. So uh, 24 for me. Okay. Uh, what was your total, Lemon? 15. Okay, Jesus. Uh, so, hey, I do certain things well, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yes, everyone's got their one or two skills. Uh, so, Lemon, generally, she is, uh, you get the feeling that she's got a, she doesn't have a humanoid face like the rest of you mm-hmm. have. So, she, well, she does, but she doesn't have the same kind of like facial structure. So, she has a bit of a bemused look. Her tone is that of, cautiously optimistic uh you could tell that she was a little bit uh a little bit of tension in her mental voice when she was talking about how she heard that brasha completely tore apart that machine and uh to tie those both into both of your roles she wasn't threatening you she is just sincerely hopeful that it's uh you you didn't do more harm than good well, that's what you, happens when you let a cat at stuff. They just knock it all over. Uh, anything else? In the sense motor's wife, no. But um, so Lemon will take like one step forward. Yes, um, progress seems to be going well. We are simply at this point um, continuing to get to the power core and see its condition to make sure everything is all set. On our way to the power core, I did discover, or Occam discovered, the remains of some of your people. I have, we have excavated them and they are in, uh, they are waiting in a nearby cavern. I have communed with the spirits of their deceased uh, forms and their last wish is to be brought to the surface to rest at peace there. This brings me to something that we touched on earlier as well. Speaking with your people, I can tell that they adore their queen and that they know that you have their best interest at heart. Uh, give me a diplomacy or a bluff, depending on how, you're, how you diplomacy. mean that. Okay. They they do. They trust her for the uh they oh god, I'm really low today. Uh 20. Okay. 
Come on, something above a 10, please. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, this doesn't... Yeah, this doesn't bode well either. This is, this is Saturday all over again. And Thursday. You're, and yeah. Thursday. You're doing fine. I yeah. just... I need you to roll um, stuff when you do stuff. Yep. It's all good. Um, we know. Where was I? Uh, you spoke. Uh, yeah. they, they, they love and treasure you. I have come to the general consensus, though, that there are a number of your people that have grown especially curious with the understanding that there were people above, that they want to at least see the outside of this planet, to see the surface. I know that you have sheltered them and protected them from the encroach ever worrisome discovery by the swarm and that is admirable your ancestors did this and you have done this but as you can see sometimes visitors will arrive whether it be in your generation or another generation it may not be the swarm and it may not be peaceful explorers. This is why I strongly urge you to take this opportunity to open communications with the Pact Worlds through the Church of Sarenrae or other groups. You will have a very large choice. I can also recommend the Church of Helix. They can share information, assist you, help your colony grow, expand, and live in a way where you're not governed by fear. This way you can be more than what you are and make sure that your people can live the best life they can even when you can no longer assist them. I do strongly implore you to consider this. Much of what you have said has been echoed to a point with Captain Gustavo there and a little bit from Kodai. Many of you who live in this packed world's society encourage connection encourage unity and I can appreciate how you all can feel that way I was once one of those who felt we should all go to the surface when I was no larger than what you call a normian but as I grew and I learned the lessons of our kin from generations past I admit to being gripped with the same fear the same anxieties of the conglomeration the swarm descending upon us I do know that feeling is shared among many of my people and I appreciate especially after 
the group that got to see the surface came back and told tales of an open sky of colors never before seen. I myself have never seen the open sky save through mental projections from my forebears and my troops I sent out. Shucks, because I was going to just raise my hand and say, if you want to see what this is like, I can show you. But apparently you've already done that. It's... But you do not feel, you do not... This is so enclosed, the air is stale and and such. You do not know what it's like to be outside. It's not just the open sky. There's a lot more to it than that. There's the light. And with respect, um, my friend, my lady, you do not know what it is like to have the existence of an entire way of life, an entire species resting on your shoulders. I am open to some of what Gustavo has said. I have been told by Kodai and Gustavo that it wouldn't be so bad if occasional excursions to the surface were made. But you must appreciate where I am coming from. I don't know what happened to my home world. I don't know if this swarm gobbled it up as we foresaw all those years ago. I could be one of the last. We could... <clears throat> This could be the last collection of my people in the universe. So I am worried about losing that. Um, I Levin just actually had a thought, and he looks at Brasha, and then he looks back at the queen. Excuse <laughs> me, excuse me for interrupting, but a thought just occurred to me. The, I look at the surrounding like uh, pod ship as it was. Is there still power running through this vessel in any fashion? Do, do actually out of game? Do we have lights on and things like that? Uh, no. Uh, well, the only magic you've been, the only lights you've been seeing are magic. Uh, the when you walk through the halls the first time, I told you that you know you who are familiar with being on starships know like oh you know this is where you know lights you know running lights would be. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's no power in here at all. Okay. Do you... Well, actually, again, out of game, is sure. this room that we're in... Um, is, would this classify as the bridge? Or something else? We call that the thing here. <laughs> That's right, it's the thing. Excuse me. Uh, we wow. refer to that as the thing. <laughs> uh... 12 episode old that's a callback uh yes you would consider this to be a bridge do we still do i spot any type of control panels or are they all disassembled or something uh this is this is where she commands the ship mm -hmm. so you do see there are panels but you don't speak the ancient language they do uh like it's, it's not like a star trek bridge uh, mm -hmm. and since there's no power going on here you don't know if 
things would project out. You don't know if it's just stuff on walls. You don't really see, you don't really see like stations like your, you would kind of like, oh, you know, that's, that's gotta be helm control, you know? But uh, yeah, no, were, I'm not worried about that per se. Yeah, uh, you you were told that this was basically the the ship's bridge. The throne room was the bridge for this kind of thing, and this wasn't like a full on starship. This mm-hmm. was an asteroid carved out into a bit of a escape pod of sorts with engines for so, this. I guess let me tell you where I'm going uh, sure. rather than just beating around the bush. Yeah. My thought is she mentioned she doesn't know about what happened to her home world my thought is if there's some way to get the starting coordinates from where this vessel took off and then have send it to Karina cross reference it against known star maps we may be able to actually answer that I, I have a statement to that though please I look at her when she said said that. I go, I get all that, but I mean, were you planning on going back there or something? Because did you really want to know what happened? I'm not 100% sure I would. I wouldn't dream of going back. What our mandate was, was to plant ourselves and then one day reclaim worlds and start anew from what Gustavo, yourselves, and Kodai have told me, this swarm threat that was all-encompassing back then has to some degree been stamped? Squashed? Squashed? Is that a word? That is a word. Squashed? Held at bay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm usually that, good with the words. best description right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has uh, <laughs> this the the swarm threat that was so pervasive and terrible in my home has been held at bay by your packed worlds in the Vescarium. That's not how I say Vescarium, by the way. That's just me being funny. Um, yeah. Well, her anyway. Um, Perhaps it is time we join, but what if our arrival in your society triggers something in the swarm and they target us? What if by welcoming us in, we cause a calamity far worse than just being ignored? Why do you think you're such a threat to them? Because, I mean... The pack world st- stood up to them and squashed them. I think they would think the pack worlds already were a major threat to them. Why are you so afraid that you're a bigger threat than that? And they got out of the swarm, though, right? They got out of the swarm, but I mean, yeah. which one? But I mean, I think they've already seen the calamity. Sure. I think the pack worlds are more than willing. There are plenty of people willing to fight against it. I mean, there are plenty of other threats out there, too. Mm-hmm. That is true. We don't the swarm any large advancements. But 
I don't, uh, and I don't have any delusions of grandeur as to what we are, but I'm also fearful of stepping out and being burned. That is always a risk when you step out. We are very far away from your packed worlds. We don't know if we can entirely count on them coming to the rescue of us unknowns in this faraway system. I think you need to... I, I think what the suggestion is, you need to get off this rock into someplace better. With the well, help of the pack worlds. Well, I'm get not to, saying that they should leave their home, per se, but... Well, alright, but, but the thing of it to is... To be honest, at this point, baby steps. Yeah, see what connection uh, contacts bring uh, to you and your society and then from there go Gustavo has spoken of his people and their plight and how the packed world has not bent bent a limb to help them they have been forced to find connections as you say with us and while it would be ideal to just cast off from this rock and go to this world. We are told of your Formians. Uh, Kodai has spoken, has spoken, okay, that's real, has spoken of the Sheerans and the Rikrichi and other insectile races who may have broken off from the swarm. And we were never part of the swarm. We evacuated in case our world was taken over, we were to be seeds of the new Aculian race, the new Aculian people. Perhaps we could send, I could send volunteers with you back to your packed worlds to show those that may be interested in us. I don't intend to always be isolated, but you must understand I've one of a long line of rulers who were tasked with staying quiet, staying safe. What if I am the one who steps out and it is my eagerness to go to our next stage and I be the one that brings us to ruin? Isn't that the risk that there always is when you leave home? I could step, I could have stepped out of my apartment and had something fall off a building and crush me to death. It's a risk. It's a risk whenever you leave. But otherwise, what are you going to do? Stay here forever? This is not a bad time to do it. The swarm has, is right, has been kept at bay. If you're ever going to do it, now would be the time. And clearly, from what Lemon said, your people are will love to see the surface but they trust in you let me clarify that there That's are those that are very curious yeah this well, is the first stage obviously but it may lead to those that as you expressed yourself and as we've seen in the poor unfortunate souls that were crushed go off on their own it's not simply about whether you should leave or not it's also about how long can you remain hidden 
The answer is you can't, as you've already discovered. People have already found your world. People have endeavored to come down. How much long, how long can the device last again until it needs to be repaired? Will you have the means of repairing it yourself? Or will you need outside help again? By the machine breaking itself, it's already demonstrated that you can't simply stay here. And it does sound like you are amenable to at least having communications, which I think is a fine first step. You will have to learn whether or not the next step, what your next steps will be based on the actions that you and others take. You are not wrong in the pack worlds as a whole, possibly not assisting, or at least the overarching government, but there are groups that would be probably very willing to give assistance. They cannot send whole armies generally, but they can send aid in other forms. Uh, does anyone, uh, first off, Brasha, do you have anything to contribute to this? Uh, no, Brasha thinks this is all pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty trivial, honestly. <laughs> okay, does he voice that at all? No, uh, okay. he's letting them make their points, like, sure. he thinks both sides are being a little bit, like, bullheaded, but... That's fair. Cool. I just didn't want to where I'm about about to close off here. Uh, does anyone have any uh, sense motives or anything you'd like to do? Mm, sure. I would like to sense motive to see how well we may be swaying her. Exactly. That's that's perfect. Go ahead and give me that. Anyone can roll this. Uh, really? Really? A three? Come on. Come on. Yeah, and you know his check is uh, going to be above mine, which is an eighteen. Uh, that's a uh, yeah, that's a seventeen for me. Oh, I beat him. Okay, Brasha. Do you deign to? Brasha actually motive? wants to do a different uh, sense motive. Okay, um, where the queen is. <laughs> no, Brasha uh, wants to do a sense motive to see how much of this is Lemon just getting off on himself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, versus like actually trying to like how much of it is him actually trying to help people versus uh how much of this does he like uh like find uh kind of personal enjoyment in supposedly trying to help people, you know what I mean? I I do. <laughs> but uh go for it. Give me the role, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really jive with sense motive and diploma, like trying to like persuade. I guess uh, we'll close off. I was going to give you the verdict, but uh, I think we're going to close off with uh, Lemon telling us: Is this all altruism, or is this uh, self-aggrandizing? It's an eighteen sense motive. I mean, okay. Um, it's, it's definitely higher than what a DC for a NPC would be. So, I mean, I would say that he, yes, he generally feels um, a desire to assist this group. Um, you probably can tell based on his speech pattern that it may actually be along the lines of probably taught and practiced forms of speaking. Uh, but you know I'll give you one more thing you can tell there's probably something a little bit more personal that's driving this as well 
Ah, that'll earn him some points in Brosh's book. Okay. So I guess I, I, I thought it was going to take longer. Uh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you know where she's coming from, and Brasha knows where Lemon's coming from. Uh, by the way, did the 18 get anything off of her? Oh, yeah, her? I was just about Is to tell she... you right now. Oh, okay. Sorry, yep. sorry, sorry. You're fine. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's uh, you've, all, you've all said your piece. She's given her points. Gustavo has been quiet, but uh, the, que- the Hive Mother has... Uh, been uh crediting gustavo's talking points he's had he's had his voice heard too you being a different group from gustavo kodai and the rest of their crew gives you a little more weight that you're not just parroting back what your captain is saying i see your captain isn't driving this exchange which is entirely your right your crew are very insightful you all have touched on things that I hadn't considered uh, and in doing so has revealed some some things that I am dealing with am I going to be remembered by the people who leave this world as the hive mother that freed them or am I the reckless queen that rushed when we could have stayed a few more generations. But from everything you have told me, everything that I've seen and witnessed, and for a desire to perhaps seeing the surface for my own eyes one day soon, I am going to send with you all a contingent of people that possess the knowledge of our people uh, your data pads don't really link up, but I will transfer the knowledge. They they all have the knowledge of our history. You take it back to your people. You tell them about us. We will use this terraforming venture that these people are a part of to make a... And uh, she, you see her turn her head to Gustavo and it kind of lights, her head lights up. And uh, Gustavo gives a quick little, like, <laughs> quick little uh, head nod. A base camp for future housing, future structures. But yes, I agree with all of you. But I must be cautious. It will be a small group, and once the shields have, or. Once the machine has been fully restored, I would like to not have visitors for a while while you deliberate. I will open a passageway for vessels at a time, and then we can have contact. Is that agreeable to all parties. I do think that sounds reasonable. Yes. Uh, uh, If they can carry the copper wire, uh, that would be wonderful. Uh, We can protect them. Oh, just give me the damn copper wire. (laughs) I'll go over and start picking it all up. I wonder if I believe was the discussion that actually really isn't that heavy and I could probably pick it all up. 
Uh, me and my 20 strength. Sean six said bulk, that if it's, light. if it's eight, eighth inch, it's six bulk. Yeah. Okay, it, so yeah. Based off of the uh, bulk so. versus length that Don gave me, which was uh-huh. light for 20 feet, I determined it was eighth inch cable uh, at the length given. Uh, and overall, it should be six bulk and three light. And if it was one foot longer, one foot longer, it would be six bulk, four light. Well, <laughs> well, the thing of it is, if I'm not really, I guess I am carrying gear. Six bulk, with, I could still do it. I'd be encumbered, but I wouldn't uh-huh. be overburdened at 13 bulk if I include all my gear. And you will be assisted. Uh, so at, at Brasha bringing that up, you see... Uh, the Hive Mother's body language kind of just sag in her dais. Yes, my subjects will help haul this up. We are already beginning construction of a tunnel that will bypass the water, that will coil up, up to the surface. Go ahead, I get it. Uh, That was unintentional. Still quite funny, uh, Your Majesty. Thank you. Uh, very well. Uh, please uh, attend to your crew members in finishing the repairs to the power core. I believe the digging crews worked through the night as a testament to your attention to uh, your your work ethic, Captain Brasha. They have uh, more or less cleared the path. Structures have been laid. Uh, it is ready to be seen to. So before actually we leave the episode, I'm going to shift over to the scene with Akim and Koof. Uh, okay. After your disagreement uh, about the plan going forward uh, and some of Brasha's comments, Akim, you decided to uh, take Koof along with you to go do other stuff while the rest of them went up to visit the hive mother so we're in a we're we're out of the of those caves into another section of the lower levels mm-hmm. sig departed from you and went up to tend to kodai and his eggs um so it's just the two of you uh you know you can hear in the distance uh the, the scuttering scutter scuttling around of the normians as they do their geomancy to uh, the lower levels. Progress was made, but you're standing there, you're walking there, down the hall, and Koof is next to you. He's got his uh, eel hide leather armor. He's got his big ass spear. He's got a shield, and he's got it at the ready. As you're walking down, and you see that in the distance, the area where the Normians are building. They're getting closer and closer to the power core where you were told the power core was. And you see that in the distance, Fortinbras has lit lights all around the area to illuminate the work site. So uh, we'll go up to Fortinbras and be like, so how much further do we have? Uh, as you come up to him in Fortinbras, can't tell that he's smiling because of his uh, bug zapper like head structure, but uh, he uh, he waves and beckons you over, and he meets you in the middle and says, uh, "Oh, I can haven't seen you in a bit." Oh wait, he was kind of Scottish. 
I don't know what he was. I haven't seen Fortin Press in a while. <laughs> it's been a little bit, Akim, how, how goes the progress on your end? Well, Brush has done with his part, and I've fixed all the busted pieces. But we'll still need to have this shorn up so that we can dig to the, uh, to the power core. We are very close. It's it's only a, a matter of hours before we're through. I can almost uh, see it peeking through, and as I put my hand to the wall, I can feel it's pulsing. Something is going on in there, which is good. It's not dead, uh, but we're, we're almost there. It won't be much longer. So the others aren't with you? No, they're going and talking to the queen. Ah, yes, our benevolent monarch if you want to call it that uh give me a sense motive it not four not very high <laughs> okay uh can you, you can't quite tell like you hear a little bit of attitude uh <laughs> behind uh in, in Fortinbras's tone uh he looks to you and Koof and shows you he's like uh he, he starts casting light because uh you don't have dark vision at all, and Koof's is limited to 60, so he's doing like that thing in Skyrim where he's casting mage light to the distance, and it's dancing lights, just kind of sending yeah. it out. And uh, as you look, you see uh, like intricate architecture of the, of the struts and all the like bracing uh, mm-hmm. structures that they've been doing uh, all along. I've been coaching the lads on proper engineering. They were just sticking columns wherever and it just wasn't very efficient but we've got it got it all some designs of my own and as he's uh, pointing this out you see that where kind of earlier in the caverns as you were exploring down here you saw it was just kind of crude just columns of dirt here you see it's carved and it's shaped and it's uh girded really well uh do you have you have engineering go ahead and give me engineering check Okay, more opportunities to fail. <laughs> 17. Okay, yeah, you see that it's like it's night and day difference between what you saw in the early portion of the cave compared to what you see here. You see like it's all strategic, it's all buttressed, it looks very nice. It looks very it like you know, you you go you look at old you see, uh, pictures of old cities and you see their bridges and you're like oh i'm getting anxiety and i'm not even alive back then but then you see the stuff we have now and in the future of what bridges can be like okay that's how you support thousands of tons of material crossing it each day and it just looks all nice it looks stylized even there's kind of a flavor to the uh, architecture and uh the Kulians are uh, all around you. The Normians are kind of clattering around, working in sync, perfect synchronization all around you. And uh, it's just kind of a quiet moment. He's just, Fortinbras is looking on at the work. He's got the dancing lights around. How's uh, how's Akim feeling? Because when we saw him in the last scene, uh, <laughs> you you uh, kind of had an outburst at, at Akim, uh, at, uh, at Brasha, rather. Uh, he's, he's still, like, kind of pissy, but he's not going to, like, take that out on, uh, on Fortinbras. Mm-hmm. Um, but you probably tell, um, that he's not in a good mood. Sure. He probably has a, fr- uh, 
like fur furrowed emoji brow. Oh, okay. But uh, he'll he'll ask Fortinbras. Um, so how far do you think the digging is going up front? Do you think it's caught up, or do you think it's falling behind? Uh. About that, I have the spell No Coordinates, so I know exactly where our counterparts Dap and Dusty are, and he points a finger, and it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, I don't know the exact uh, angle at which I'm pointing in my office, but it's a ways away to where he knows exactly how much further they are from where they, where the other crew is. There's no fear of collapse now i know exactly where we're going and while they mean well these people could do with a little bit of technology if they're going to continue to thrive down here well if there's no threat of collapse i'll head up with goofy and we'll start digging uh very well and uh, back to it uh you pass ludo he's been down here kind of helping with some of the efforts as well so it's pass by you know uh, ludo kind of gives you a head nod and uh you make your way back up and koof he's been kind of while you've had a, a furrowed brow emoji he his scowl has been a little more pronounced and uh he... but yeah i i do want to talk to him yeah. uh so maybe in between places yeah uh and just be like hey koof Russia's being a real asshole. I don't think necessarily that he means what he's saying, but if you need an out, you've got it. You mean with you? Yeah. I appreciate that. I thought, I thought you know, fighting alongside Tally and almost dying would have changed his attitude towards me. And Russia's you know, a grade A asshole. He's not as bad as he seems, but I don't always know where to stand with him. It's tough. I thought, uh, I thought he'd like that I, you know, get the initiative and, you know, using the, uh, jewels to further my plans. I thought that, you know, impress him a little bit. I was kind of talking out my ass there, but, uh, I guess, you know, he had a point. There's no real way I'm ever going back to the mistress. She... She was a fucking monster. You shouldn't submit yourself to somebody else anyway. Yeah. Don't really ever intend to go back there. That's why, you know, if he's staying away from her and I want to stay away from her, I'm thinking, you know, he'd be a good place to go. You guys got a pretty nice ship. Way better than any shit we had back home and thought I could keep myself being useful. And with this payout, you know, maybe if if he doesn't need me or doesn't want me around, I can just set out on my own and do stuff. Yeah. If that's what you decide you want to do, I know where we can go find a few junkers. Fix you up a ship. I'd appreciate that. Rush is not for everybody, and he does hold grudges, so... Might not be the best option. I'll stick around as long as he, as long as we're here, of course, and maybe we can hash things out once we get out of here, and I can show him that I'm gonna stick around. I'm good. I'm pretty handy. 
What about you? You gonna stay on his little crew after you leave here? I got dragged along for the ride to make sure he didn't make some really big stupid decision. I'm sure we'll meet again, but I have my own things to do. Yeah? What kind of what kind of stuff do you do? Our, our intel just said you and him kind of link up every now and then, but there wasn't a whole lot on you other than you got that weird-ass time stuff. Yeah. Uh, Iron Pirate Radio. Um, it's, well, it's Pirate Radio as far as it goes. Uh, and I try to free up and liberate uh, materials from people who think they should own everything. Like I'm a dark war. Yeah, those fucks. I also repair things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you, you do a pretty good job of just turning back time that's kind of kind of nifty is there any way you could teach me that shit i don't know if it's teachable it's pretty rare uh kind of the reason i'm out here instead of on the atari or they don't like you for your abilities no they like me too much they like you too much what does that mean they think that the special power affords me a certain place with a specific set of rules and expectations. Basically, they've already decided where my life belongs. Oh shit, okay. That's, that's not the exact same thing, but it's similar end result as we got. You know, we're, we're kind of, we're not bred, but you know, we're just, our, our settlement, our area is just isolated and only the mistress knows where we are and she kind of holds it over us that, you know, if she stops showing up for supplies and if we stop doing work for her, she could just leave us and we just die out. It's been like this for generations. You know where your people are? I don't know exactly. I don't do much piloting. Uh, you got a general more. idea. I know it's not in the Pact Worlds, I, and I'm pretty sure we're not in the Vescarium. I've never seen one of those around. I just know that we're just on a lifeless rock that has a barely habitable valley in it, and we've lived there as long as any of us can remember. I know you don't have a lot of love for Sig, but if he might know the exact location, well, maybe team up. Go start the revolution. You really, really like toppling power structures, you know that? Yeah. They don't belong. What's well, the alternative? We all just do nothing and answer to no one and just... No, work together. Where we'd even go after we revolutionized my people. The fucking, uh, space is your oyster, eh? But, uh, the diaspora is not a bad place to start. It's pretty much for yeah, as rocks, too, but you can make a home there. Yeah, I heard that people like to take up residence up there and 
hole up and you know, I hear they got pirates and shit. <laughs> Is that where you're from? Is that where you made yours? Pretty much. I float around here and there. I go out pretty far sometimes. But yeah, more or less. Might check that out. Siggy's. We are kin, and while I hate him as a person deeply, he's always gotten it easy. I've always gotten the short end of the missions and don't exactly proud of how much my face has been beaten in by people we were sent after. It just kind of bugs me that he's gotten out kind of unmarked. He's... There are people like that. But I'd suggest figuring out if he appreciates that fact. You're a talented engineer. I've seen you work on things. Back of the ship. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, just slapping stuff together. Plug, I mean, we're just giving scraps, so... I mean, I was able to piece together a water distillery at the very least, so it's... It's it's kind of something I've liked. Just seeing what goes where and what co- kind of weird-ass combinations I can make. It's it's fun. It's, it's better than putting my head in a book and learning all the pretty words and stories of people who had real lives. It's good work. Just like uh, Sig, I guess, I've had it somewhat easy in terms of that. And I, I like... Uh, and I like shimmer my time magic stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, putting things together is something that I'm not quite as good at. I'm good at making things go back to the way they were. Fixing somebody else's work. The ability to put something together in the first place is a good skill. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're... Yeah, I, I feel... I feel a little bit better now, Occam. Thank you for taking me. Thanks for not... I didn't want to sit through another meeting with... Lemon and Tally talking big talk with big people i just just want to do the work get paid and go home you know or whatever whatever's next after here yeah i'm not keen on this place very much i'm ready to get out of here me too so let's get digging uh and i'll hand him my drill and Mm -hmm. what like work together with him and basically like have him run the drill uh, into the stone while I, like, time blast the stone to weaken it. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Kind of, uh, uh okay, cool. I, I like that. So, a little montage for a fair bit. You get up there and Dap and Dusty are working hard. The the two uh, elderly Isoki, the uh, parents to Jim uh, Khan surprise, they kind of they kind of wave energetically at you. And uh, there are some Normians up here, but a good bulk of them are down doing the getting that final leg in so yeah there's plenty of room for you to do this so little montage passes while the other group is having their conversation with the hive mother and uh yeah this this go this passes for a while and uh yeah yeah i say about going by how the conversation went i'll i'll just kind of about an hour passes you guys are pretty close and uh, you guys get kind of like a, a halt signal when a, a little Normian scampers up 
and uh, they telepathically transmit that Fortinbras says you guys are right on top of each other and you're there. So by now, like, I don't know, you probably did quite a few blasts. How many blasts would you say you do? Um, I'd just be doing one every, uh, every six seconds. That doesn't drain me at all. Uh, okay. he would, he would accept two points of drain to get his overflow so that he would be dealing more damage. Uh, so I did the math on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm at two. Um, so, uh, he would be dealing five plus his strength as an average damage, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's probably ignoring all the hardness because he ignores half the hardness and then six more. Um, stones usually around 10. Yep. So, this, yeah, this isn't um, exactly like hard, powerful stone. This is just very hard earth kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. you you would, you make quick work of this. You're like a, a hot knife through butter. And uh, eventually you start, you took, overtook Dap and Dusty. And instead of trying to keep up with you, they just uh, started kind of like taking care of, um, the, like the, the the finer attention to detail while you were like kind of hammering through they kind of did the detail work uh, as far as that goes and uh, yeah this Norman comes up telepathically tells you all that you're there and uh, to uh, to head back down Fortinbras is uh, ready to break through the final shell of this of a, of a chamber that he can see through and he sees that the power core is there and it's it's damaged but intact all right, so down uh, we go. Yep. Uh, uh, Koof gets back his spear. He took at, at yeah. a certain point. He took off most of the armor, and he was just wearing his simple clothes. But he puts the armor back on, and he goes back down with you. And uh, yeah, at... good. Yeah, I imagine we're dusty as fuck because he's dealing. Oh, yeah. uh, five plus strength and ignoring hardness completely and i'm doing 18 damage that is applied to the hardness yeah so you guys were just like and you saw dap and dusty they were also uh covered by the time you saw them but uh like you you kicked up a fair amount of dust and it's it is just all over it's caking you like you can feel it uh if you have your eyes exposed you can like feel that thing where like when you blink you can just feel the crustiness around your face and uh, you make your way down and you get to a kind of a clearing where the tunnel you're at and where the tunnel up to the hive ship kind of converge. Uh, coming down is Tally, Levin, Brasha, and I don't know. If, no, no, Sig didn't. So, te- so coming down the ramp is Tally, Lemon, and Brasha. And as you guys kind of make eyes at each other, uh, all of a sudden the dirt around you kind of starts to flow off of you. Like you, you just feel it. Just kind of, the cake dirt just falls away as a purpling green cloud envelops you all, and then you see nothing. Okay. And that's and that's where we'll leave it. Uh, stay tuned next week for a very special episode of Hex Grid Heroes.